Otto, the boys, Coltrane. Conservative. My name is Chaz Neal, and we will be today talking about Minnesota ain't nice. Um, and let me start off by by saying this: we got John Tell on with me tonight, and going on y'all we're going to talk about Red Wing Minnesota Goodyear County um, because if people don't know uh, on November 22nd um, there was an officer involved shooting uh, Goodyear County Deputy Scott Fernando uh, during a mental health crisis he was unarmed and we're going to get into this story. We're going to talk about Red Wings history. We're going to talk about uh, their Sheriff Marty Kelly. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Red Wing Police Department, about police brutality. Uh, we're going to talk about the Red Wing Public School System with their Wigger Days um, as well with uh, something that has recently came up in the, the last 10 days of a boy at school having a kill list. Um as well as other things that are going on. So buckle up, put your seatbelt on. And the first thing that we're going to get into is the audio uh, from November 22nd. Um, this audio is, is really is trigger warning a little bit. Um, it, it, for me, made me wonder why... Uh, wasn't even in uniform and, and wanted to be a part of, of it just bugs me there's a lot of things that bug me with this because there's no body cam there's no dash cam footage uh, so it's like really bugs me because uh, we're only we're, we're only going to get luckily he's alive to give another side of the story uh, 
but just from hearing the, the audio from the scanner um, and i want people to, to form their own opinion uh but i also want people to be open-minded and this is not uh mass police this is that we need to accountability and transparency when it comes to public safety uh, so we're gonna play this video real quick Right. So close out of the Ole Miss Marina that can meet me down here. I just had a individual walk away from car that he was rocking across the field and launched. Now he's walking across away from the vehicle. I'm not sure what he's got going on, but definitely needs to be checked out. Dispatch got numerous calls on it, and it is a a white car that hit a power pole. The driver is out walking away up for Bay Point Park, across from it. We got a visual on him right now. I keep eyes on him. I'm just finishing stuff right down there. But... All right, I'm going to be making contact with him, dispatch. I'll be right across from Ole Miss Marina. Copy. Dispatch, send me cards right away. Individual suicidal. Copy. Or copy. Right now. Four zero. Happy two hundred four. Two hundred and two hundred two from the office. Here. Go ahead. We're calling 1033 traffic on L Main 2. 1033 traffic, L Main 2. Happy shots fired, and he is attacking Sutton Brown. He is attacking Sutton Brown at this time. I don't know who fired the shots. The shots fired. Shots fired. Happy. There you go. That's the audio from, I'm guessing, the like the, the dispatcher call right yeah that's the the blotter so the live like real time um it was happening the call was going out um there were like in the beginning of that video and the, the, the audio where you can hear somebody in the background yelling help um, now, my question is, you hear him say that uh, multiple calls were coming in to 911 dispatch about the incident, you know, uh, guy hit a pole, then got out of his car. Now, I, I used to live in Red Wing, 
so I know this area very, very well. Uh, and, and I'm picturing in my mind as that when he's running across the parking lot into the marina, uh, did the Goody County deputy yell out that he was law enforcement? Right. You know, what was the, the individual thinking, you know, as he's not in uniform. Just chasing after him. Right. You know, and if yeah. it was uh, a mental health crisis, you know, he's obviously not in his right mind. So, I mean, right. I wouldn't be thinking that, you know, that's the, the, the law enforcement running after right. me. Exactly. You know, so... Uh, and, and to look at his charges too, because he was charged with. Uh, you know, my thing is, how did they charge him with assault on a peace officer when he wasn't even in uniform? I, I don't understand that. That's the the whole thing for me uh, with it because they're for me they're going to victimize and demonize this young man who needed help. And instead, six bullets in his city should be in the hospital, but is instead sitting in the jail and it's not getting proper uh, medical attention. Uh, and I, I know he's not. The shooting happened. He was shot Tuesday and he was in the jail Wednesday. Right, right. Not even 24 hours, you know, it wasn't even 24 hours. So I, I know he has not received proper medical attention right. um, and, and to be with wounds like that in jail where uh, diseases spread, viruses spread, uh, isn't, isn't a safe environment for anybody, uh, let alone somebody that was just shot six times. So we did... Uh, do a, a call to action uh, for the five commissioners in Goody County. Now, I want people to understand this isn't this is going to be a situation that's different than you know Minneapolis, uh, where we're going we were able to get on the mayor, we were able to you know get on the police chief. Now, this is going to be something different because instruction is different we're dealing we got to deal with a sheriff we have to deal with county this isn't city politics uh now i want people to know when i did this press release uh that everything that i posted is public information it's called the freedom of information Act. i'm not worried about none of this anything that i probably we're, we're posting is all protected as public information. Uh, but I want to get into Marty Kelly because I did uh, share a lot about Mr. Kelly. Uh, Speaking of, and I will show it in a moment, but uh, just so people know, if you want more details and more information on how to help with this situation to hold certain people accountable, you can go to any of the Leon Block or the Leon Block Independent Media's affiliates to get more information on this matter and we will put the links up and direct you to the right places as well oh, definitely um you know when it comes to mr Murray kelly uh this is a guy that i was found out about after george floyd 
And it was interesting to me of uh, the situations this individual had been through. Uh, you know, in 2013, he was re written reprimanded for two instances, two days apart of statements unbecoming a, of a supervisor. Uh, inappropriate locker room talk. <laughs> inappropriate so then he said something about his wife and Pullman <laughs> making inappropriate comments over the police radio threatening to punch an officer in the face current and retired officer said Kelly has a long time record of engaging in shock talk and tough language Officers, deputies, and Goodyear County Law Enforcement Center staff spoke on background. They declined to be identified. They said because they have to work with him. <laughs> uh, Kelly also had been known to bend the rules when his officers have personal issues. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Sounds like corruption to me. Right. And, and, and that's the whole crazy thing of it is, is that there was a whole investigation into this guy. And he quit, so the investigation went away. Uh, okay. Right, and that's what's crazy to me. And then he went and became sheriff. Uh, he voted, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we got to vote for sheriff. So it's really the people that that either looked the other way, didn't really, really care. And that's why I say, like for me, this this case and, and it's not honestly all cases should matter but it's the fact of that i worked so hard for change and reform in red wing and i said this was going to happen at some point i said this was going to happen i thought it was going to be with uh somebody that was my my ethnic background um just because I, I I know how scary uh, Red Wing police are and Goodyear County deputies are, and that's just speaking from pure experience. Uh, that when you how they could be so definitely afraid of somebody that's not their skin color, because I, I've literally heard this plenty of times in Red Wing of that, you know. Oh, they're not racist because they got that one black friend, but they were okay with calling Chaz Neal a nigger. But somebody else, oh, I got that black friend, but Chaz is a nigger. Because Chaz called you out on your bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So I really wanted people to look at that and, and to really see because honestly, right now, Red Wing is really quiet. I see it. Crickets coming out of there. So this is why I'm doing this and Honestly, Mayor Wilson should already knew what was going to happen. Uh, Becky Norton, uh, Dean Ho, Kermit the Frog. Oh, I mean, uh, Evan Brown. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These are all people that, that I, I have been yelling to, have been uh, screaming for help. Even people in town, you know, that say they, they were about Black Lives Matter, that they 
they're against police brutality, but yet I don't see nothing coming out of them. I, I hear nothing but crickets. And again, silence equals violence. And this is why police are going to keep on continually allowing to break the law because of things like this, because of silence, because our elected officials, because people in our community would prefer the other way and go on living their life than to speak out and do the right thing. Right. Right. Um, and, and it's not that, you know, I, I don't even expect anything really, honestly, beyond pressure because to Goody County likes bad cops. They, they like that because one of the first uh, people under Marty Kelly is a liar, a coward, or a cop, first of all, named Michael Johnson, uh, who was a sergeant, who was Kim Potter's supervisor, uh, left Brooklyn Center and went to Goodyear County, where he's a major. So he literally got a promotion. I want people to think about that for me. He got a promotion. Right. Because he's a major. <laughs> Not a sergeant. Uh, but to get into this, this next story is uh, Red Wing and, and police brutality. Um, right at KSTV. I'm going to read off the case text. Um. No, not the case text. The 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 KSTP. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody. Good. But uh, I'm gonna read some of this. So, uh, at approximately 7 p.m. on August 7, 2016, the Red Wing Police Department received a 911 call complaining about drug traffic and parking problems on Putnam Avenue and Red Wing. The caller stated only that she was tired of people parking in front of my house to get drugs from another house and that she lived on Putnam Avenue. She hung up without giving the operator any further information. Uh, Officer Nick Snather was familiar with the area and knew there was a drug house on Putnam Avenue. Uh, which It's What's crazy to me is that this was a a black female and a white area. The drug house they were talking about was a white drug house. So for them to be calling on a black person was really shocking to me because the drug house on that block was a meth house. Hmm. Hmm. So, and, and, and this is the one of the things that bugged me about Red Wing too, because of calling out their numbers, their statistics, their data, because they like to put their, it gave them opportunities to do things like this because how they were able to pull her over or even to stop her was because of a Terry stop. Now, a Terry stop is basically a stop and frisk because of it's in a high crime, high drug area. So if you're suspicious, it gives them reasoning to pull you over or to stop and frisk you. Um, 
and people don't understand that where it's, it's a democratic failed policy oh but this whole whole thing of it is is that they i went to the city about this and they literally manhandled uh, her because they 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 thought she said i'll i'll shoot you what she said was i'll sue you um and and that's the most messed up thing because like i seen the video and i, I don't remember what i did with it i gotta find it again um but i i honestly i did talk to miss heard um it, it was a I hate to, and I, and I use that word, I don't use that word lightly. Um, I hate to hear stories or situations that have been done wrong and people um, don't get any justice. And yeah. still to this day, um, that what people don't understand is, I want, especially with this, is because when things happen in smaller areas, so like Austin, Minnesota, uh, which is the anniversary is coming up for Christopher uh, Khufu, um who was shot and killed by Austin PD last year. Uh, or we had Ricky Torres, who was out of Olivia, Minnesota. Uh, you know, you you come to those smaller areas. You're not you don't you don't deal with the city so much because they have insurance, so they're handled by the League of Minnesota Cities which has an insurance policy. So that's why you even seen with uh, like Dante right out of Brooklyn Center, um, there's an insurance policy on it. So there's the max payment is 3.5 million. And Brooklyn Center didn't get to approve that, just like Red Wing didn't get to approve it. But see here, they lie a little bit because it, they didn't know about it because they, they actually did vote on it it's just on a consent agenda which isn't read out to the public because they just go through it number by number and then it, they, right hand to god um because if you look at any city council agenda you will always see payments you'll see the checks paid it's public information they have to put it out there but people don't honestly don't go look. So I went and I went to my council members because they said they never knew about the lawsuit. They never approved it, any of that. But then to see that they they voted unanimously on a $10,000 check. <laughs> you get so what you're Right. Uh, they had to pay so much too. Yeah, when, that's why when people say that there's blood on their hands, yeah, they go for those city council members. It's for it's like Jacob Frey in, in Minneapolis. Because I look at any mayor in Minneapolis that has paid out, any council member that has paid out, but there hasn't been any justice, you have blood on your hands. And that goes for any state, any city, any county um, in America. If there hasn't been justice, and there's only been a payment there's only been you still have blood on your hands there's 
that's what's crazy to me how people can look the other way but we'll keep on voting democrat but these people don't do nothing for us they don't do nothing but give us money they don't ever give us no justice they give us tokens instead of giving us real concrete solutions they give us but yeah let's play this video because this is i want people to understand what we're dealing with both of them i think there's two here yeah i think not this this one Drinking warm water before bed erases years of damage to teeth and gum. Okay. Oh, yeah, drink that water. <laughs> it's been almost a month since the police shooting of Dante Wright. The 20-year-old's death put a spotlight on the city of Brooklyn Center. There was public outrage, days of civil unrest, firings, resignations, and criminal charges for the former officer. Now the city faces the potential for a significant civil lawsuit. Officials have already said its insurance will handle that through the League of Minnesota Cities. Over the last six months, five investigators have been looking into how the League has been quietly settling cases of excessive force in the cities around the state for years. Investigative reporter Ryan Race tells us how these cases lead to big payouts and critics say little accountability. This body camera video is evidence that will not only be used in the criminal case against Kim Potter, but may also be the foundation for a lawsuit against the city she worked for. Good afternoon. Just days after the shooting of Dante Wright, Brooklyn Center Mayor Mike Elliott addressed the delicate issue of liability. To answer your question, uh, we are part of a, um, uh, the League of Minnesota Cities uh, insurance uh, uh, program. That's the little known but highly powerful organization that collects dues from hundreds of cities and towns. In return, the league offers legal services, HR help, general policies, and liability insurance. That's insurance cities can use to pay off everything from slip and fall claims to allegations of excessive force. All through that, you know, collective uh, uh, insurance pool of, of cities. It's very much like uh, an insurance company. In this case, five investigates has found that the league insurance has allowed towns and cities knock it off to quietly settle lawsuits involving allegations of excessive force at the hands of police for years. It's easy to pay out money for wrongdoing. We analyzed nearly three dozen cases. In almost all of them, the cities themselves did not approve, vote, or in any way publicly disclose the millions of dollars in combined settlements. Wow. But then no one can call you on it because you can't see the terms. We brought our findings to two legal experts, an excessive force attorney with 25 years experience and a law professor at Hamlin University. I kind of think the public has a right to know uh, incidences of police abuse and how much money is being paid out to address that. We went searching through all the city agendas, minutes, or any other public city records and found no mention of excessive force settlements. The city of Burnsville said the case was paid out by the league, therefore did not require formal council approval. Brooklyn Park flat out said the city council did not discuss this settlement. And Coon Rapids admits there are no minutes or agendas to provide. No one knows what's going on. It's all behind closed doors. They pay me to be quiet. Jaquita Heard was on the receiving end of a settlement from the city of Red Wing in 2019. She didn't do anything, so shoot me. Make a big deal. She says she was visiting a friend when an officer stopped to investigate a complaint of drug activity. Heard felt targeted and harassed. 
and said she would sue the officers. Records show they thought she said, I will shoot you. This is what happened next. She said, sue. She said, sue. Hey, what is she? What is she doing? And they just threw me to the ground. My face hit the ground. I was bleeding everywhere. Um, they, they tore my shoulder. My right shoulder was torn. The league representing the city quietly settled this case for nearly $80,000. The city did not answer specific questions through email but argued it authorizes the league to settle claims and says it's mostly insurance money minus a small deductible. Heard settlement wow. was never made public. Should this be going on behind closed doors? No, it shouldn't. No, everybody has the right to know what's going on. Taxpayers, non-taxpayers, right. anybody. Huh. Frankly, that that is information that the public should have. John Rappaport is a law professor at the University of Chicago. There's a lot of small towns who would have a lot of trouble uh, defending themselves or, or negotiating on their own behalf, then I, I think having an insurance pool or an insurance company do it um, makes a lot of sense. But Rappaport admits nothing stops a city or the league from telling the public that it's paying money to settle claims of excessive force. And I would think that um, if, if people don't like this, and, and I don't think I would really like it if it were happening in my city, um, they should be pressuring the city to disclose these things. One of the reasons may be a public interest is money. While insurance has paid out nearly $4.5 million to settle cases we reviewed, towns and cities still use taxpayer money to cover deductibles, premium legal fees that add up to the tens of thousands of dollars. And once again, all paid without a city council vote. You can't yes. say the league's money is not, but it's public money. And we all know more. I think one of the things that taxpayers should be entitled to know is how much money is being spent to address police misconduct. It's not just a money management question, right? Yeah. It's, it's a question of um, how this, the city is treating its residents or, or people who are, are within its jurisdiction. And so people want more information. The League of Minnesota Cities refused multiple requests for an on-camera interview. In a series of statements, a spokesman told Five Investigates that the league takes a collaborative approach with cities and typically will assist with a public statement. But when we asked to see those statements, they could only provide four. At the end, no one will know what the consequences were. Does the public have a right to know these settlements? The public should know what and how and where their monies are spent. It is not for the league to be used as a barrier for transparency. We started working on this story months ago, long before the shooting of Dante Wright. What we really wanted to focus on is what those allegations of excessive force that haven't caught the world's attention. Maybe because they want the video or receive the public outcry. But any lawsuit that may come of the Dante Wright case will undoubtedly be much different, and it will receive a lot of attention, just like it has since the start, Lindsay. All right, let's talk about George Floyd's death. I wish he was, I wish that would have been the case, man. Another high-profile case. Walk us through how Minneapolis handled it. So that was a $27 million settlement, but there's a big difference here. The city of Minneapolis is a major metropolitan city, and it is self-insured. It does not go through the league's insurance trust, so there was a different process at play here and a public vote. Certainly very public. Thank you so much, Ryan. Hmm. Really makes you wonder.
Yeah. Um, the one thing that I that stuck out to me was how the city of Red Wing just deduced the experience that that young woman went through to a small deductible, as they put it. Right. And in context that may be true, but to state that says how you feel about these incidents, even if and when it is the taxpayers that are paying this outright. Either way, either or, it's still fucked up. But just the fact that they even say that in itself is just, wow. And just, right. <laughs> but that's not even the 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 worst of it either because there's so much things that like even with this next story that we're going to get into with the red wing public school system um with racism and and (laughs) wigger day um (laughs) but there's there's a video that we're we're gonna watch another video from uh the young turks i think it is if i'm correct yep t-y-t i used to watch them heavy for a (laughs) and the reason why is because they had something known as uh wigger wednesday or wankster day um well wankster sounds funny right (laughs) it sounds dirty too okay anyway but it's actually a horrible they had this Um, about three years in a row. And what they would do is about 60 students uh, from the predominantly white school attended an event where they were uh, dressed in oversized sports jerseys, low slung uh, pants, baseball hats cocked to the side and do rags. So it, it was a bunch of white kids imitating black kids. Right. The only thing that mitigates it for me is that wigger is a word that is referred to white people you know, acting N-word is the supposed conversation. You're saying, how does that mitigate it? Does, you know, it's pretty bad, right? But you can argue that they're making fun of white people instead of black people. Do you see what I'm saying? Even if that were the case, and for some reason I doubt it, um, even if that were the case, I think that it's still something that's wrong and it should have been stopped by the administration. This event happened at least three times annually. Right. So right. as an administrator, you have the responsibility to stop this kind of event. You know, and, right. and this this was like a homecoming event that happened. And when one of the uh, students' parents complained about it, the administration was like, yeah, let's sweep this under the rug. Right. Which and is if questionable. They, if they suck with Wangster, which is both funny and absurd, uh, white gangster, by the way, I, then, you know, it, it's it's even more borderline, right? But Wigger, we know what the Igger is, right? Mm-hmm. So that's be like, so... I'm not saying like the kids have to be severely punished or anything like that. I'm saying the administration clearly should have done something when they were already told by one of the parents that they're calling it wicker day, right? And it doesn't matter if it's against blacks or whites or whatever, either way, it's obviously offensive, right? right? And not something that should be going on at the school. Now, uh, that one of the girls who was in the school who was African-American is suing uh, and emotional distress, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I don't love the lawsuits, uh, but uh, but at least she's bringing it to light. Yeah, she's bringing it to light, and I think it's important. You know, she is claiming emotional distress. She's also saying that uh, the situation caused a loss of sleep, stress, crying, humiliation, anxiety, and shame. 
I hate that she felt that way. I don't know if she really did feel that way, but I, all I know is the event was wrong and it should have been banned by the administration immediately. <laughs> yes, it should have. And it wasn't because the the most ridiculous thing out of all of this with this situation is the way that they treated uh, the Pruitts, the way that they um, the way they were, they were treated in Red Wing period uh, was honestly uh, a disgrace to me uh, I'm looking for something. I know you had some uh, messages or like comments you wanted to go over, right? Yeah, from the also from the what's been going on the recent uh, couple weeks. So there was a post that went out and a group in Red Wing that is called the Wing Winger Strong, uh, asking if anybody knew of about a kill. Oh, So has anyone heard anything about a hit list regarding a male student at the high school? Uh, somebody says, yes, male and female. Well, this was really random about killed. And I also heard it wasn't just that, but rape, horrible communication on the school's part. What, somebody said, what is disgusting is I don't even have kids in that high school, in the high school. Yeah. And the high school is out of control with fentanyl pills, with violence, all types of things. They fail to communicate to parents. Yeah, somebody uh, said, yes, my son told me about it. Some of his friends are on the list. It seems very disturbing. I really hope the parents of the students on the list are informed and that the school is taking action about this. My son was actually getting sick to his stomach, describing some of the things he saw on the list, and I told him to stop. It's absolutely horrible. Yep, it was not a whole list of zombies. It was a list of people whom they wanted dead, color-coded on how is my understanding. I'm surprised parents of the students on that list were not communicated with. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. That's and that's the thing that you we go through with at these schools. Is there any because even what you have it in the Twin Cities that they don't even say anything um, to the parents. And it's like we're supposed to send our kids to school every day and trust these people, but they don't. There's no communication. There's no trust. There's no transparency at all. 
So how are we supposed to trust something when they won't even tell us the truth? Right. You know what I'm saying? They got to make it make sense to me. Cold world, man. It is a cold world. But people would choose to either ignore or pay attention to their own their own little shit instead of to the gets into their backyard into their home okay i'm gonna see if this is what i was looking for uh, this is actually from a teacher um the teacher from red wing high school uh that sent me this message um She's, and we could put it up there, but would you like to know a systemic rate? Would you like to know a systemic racism, white privilege moment and all of this? When three black moms, including Kiera's Pruitt's, uh, came to the board meeting with the courage to ask for an apology, two well white male board members said the kids didn't mean the harm they were causing. Their children were participating and got sent home to change. These women were looking for apology they wanted to be seen and heard all those two men wanted what to do was to defend their kids i am a retired teacher i was still teaching them i wanted to stand up and tell them to shut up and listen but i didn't have the courage for fear of disciplinary action i did follow the women out and apologize for the actions of those men and the actions of those students when Karsten Anderson started working here, I did report the actions of those board members and told them we must do better. There was, yeah. Um, and, and the crazy thing of it is that the person that sent me this message just got voted for their school board this year. So you tell me where, um, and, and I know the two names of those individuals, those the, the two white men, because they were one of them is still on the school board to this day. And that's the sick part is that you have. And, and what was even more sick than that is that during Wigger days, that individual uh, that defended the school and defended those the kids for Wigger days was also on the Human Rights Commission in Red Wing, Minnesota. That's why I never even took the Human Rights Commission serious because they didn't even call out their own people for doing wrong. And they still do to this day. They still don't to this day. They have a Human Rights Commission in Red Wing, Minnesota that does nothing. I literally had to fight with them for my resolution which claim a racism, a public health crisis, but yet a person of color gets shot for having a mental health crisis. And where is everybody at? Where's the leaders? Right. Being silent in Red Wing. I don't see anybody. I don't see the Thomas Youngs out being outspoken. I see them being, hmm, uh, hmm. Hmm, the buck broke in the way that they is. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to call it what it is. Y'all slaves. You ain't going to say nothing because Massagum pull out his whip. That whip. Whip you. Oh, I, I get it. I get it. Y'all don't like to be, you, you don't like them lashes. I, I like them. Because what's crazy is even with the Shaquita Heard incident, 
the same officer Hess was on body cam saying nigger <laughs> and yet it was okay wow you know what I'm saying I was like that's what I want people to know I, I'm I'm prepared for Red Wing because see the the only difference between me and everybody else I know Red Wing's history I know the players in there. I know about Marty Kelly. I know about his brother, Tim Kelly, who had an affair while he was the state rep for, for that area. And he was cheating with another state rep. And then want to talk about the police was lying about it when they caught him. So I know all about all of that. I know I could go, listen, I've had people, even the mayor had to sit me down one day and told me to stop putting everything out there. Because I everybody came to me and wanted to talk about everybody's little history. Bill Hannish. That's the Hannish Donuts. Where you got the pizza place, uh, Liberties, who hires racist delivery drivers that yell out nigger when they're driving past, yell out at kids. Or you had... yeah. No, here's the crazy part of it is... The whole thing with Hannah's Donuts is like this man literally made donuts, chocolate covered donuts with blue stripes. Wow. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. During the uprising. After George Floyd, yeah. They said it was he they said it was a um an order for the police. That it was a donation or whatever for the police or whatever. But it was like, where are people going to think about people's feelings? Are we just don't care about that anymore? Because when it comes to black people, fuck y'all. But when it comes to people, y'all want to silence us. When it comes to talking about the dirty, ugly history of white people in America, y'all don't want us to talk about that. Because you'll tell us Thanksgiving was a great holiday that we should be grateful. But what you won't tell us is how y'all massacred 700 Native Americans or how you massacred Black people all the time. Or how George Washington was a great president. Oh, but we'll just leave the part that he was a slave owner. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, I fuck America. I love it here, but it's like, at the end of the day, all they do is lie to us. Talk about it. That's all it is. It's 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 our whole lives have been a narrative. It's a, history is a narrative. <laughs> but it's important that we educate. Yes, it That's is. Because if we're not, we're, if we don't educate, we're not going to get anywhere. It's why we got so many around us that's sleeping because they don't know the history. No, they definitely don't know the history, but we're going to give it to them. And I'm going to do this ministry that ain't nice uh, way more often. Uh, I'm going to definitely get into more stories from Minnesota. I'm going to talk about uh, Ricky Torres. I'm going to talk about, I really definitely cases that people haven't talked about or that need attention. And more than just police brutality, we're going to talk about racism in schools we're going to talk about uh racial covenants we're going to talk about being a sundown town so, minnesota be prepared because uh, we definitely need justice and i need people to 
Call, call, call. Linda Flanders, Brad Anderson, Todd Gressel, Jason Majerus, Susan Betcher. I need people to call them. I need people to demand an independent investigation into the unjust shooting of a man who was in the midst of a mental health crisis. The mainstream media has turned this tragedy into something it isn't. As well as not releasing the deputy's name immediately after the shooting. Also, why was he not in uniform? Fernando was gunned down in an unjust shooting on November 22nd at approximately 1 p.m. at Bay Point Park after crashing his vehicle. An unclothed Goodwin County Deputy Sheriff's Deputy was on the scene. The dispatch audio for this incident is available. And in that audio, it states the man was suicidal. We also demand Fernando received proper medical attention now that he is in a local jail, which puts him at risk of harm and other complications from his injuries. Also releasing any video in the vicinity of the area where the shooting took place. We also demand an investigation into why an unclothed deputy handled a city call where Red Police, <clears throat> where Red Wing Police have all safety measures in place for transparency and accountability. Lastly, we demand these five commissioners in Goody County be held accountable to, to all of the demands mentioned or resign from your positions. And that also goes for Marty Kelly. That's right. That's right. Who was just uh, voted in as new sheriff. Well, he was already the sheriff. You know, and, and I want y'all, these are public addresses. So if you feel the need to go up to Marty Crib, be my guest, but know that you, you fuck with a law enforcement officer at the end of the day and you're going on private property. So remember that. Be safe if you're going out there. I would prefer people call, email, because these are their public phone numbers. These are their personal phone numbers. So I would prefer people to, to call, 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 call. There's no justice, no peace. One second, y'all, and I will put the uh, information in the comments section so y'all can check it out too. I have, I got the link somewhere. Mm-hmm. They were out having a holiday stroll in Red Wing, but now they don't want to say nothing about the mounted posse. <laughs> this dude is so, so, this shit is so sick. You want to send me that link, bro, with the, with the name, with these uh, bits of information so we can put it in the comment section? Yeah, I'll do it. I can't find it. Wow. I hate it. <laughs> no, and it's like these people just never say that. But I just know, if anything, if you're going to Red Wing to protest, be safe about it. Um, is that's a, a whole different monster, and I'm just going to be 100. That is a whole nother um, beast that you're messing with. So please be safe. Uh, any closing thoughts tonight, bro? Minnesota ain't nice. <laughs> Y'all got this. There's so much going on out there. Um, 
I, I actually I do have a couple of uh, things. Uh, everyone, go check out SaveAmericaStreets.com. There's merchandise, uh, hats, and yard signs for y'all to check out. It's a gift that won't break the bank. Thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, make America streets safe again. Also, you can go to the Leon Block Facebook page where there was a situation that just happened down in Moss Point, Mississippi, where a police officer shot a man in the back as he was running away. Um, and more uh, news that you can find as well. Also, go check out our Revolution News link. Find your boots, the Urban Conservative, and Freedom for All Facebook pages as well. Uh, again, you can check out the rest of that post with the information on our Facebook page. Um, and where's it at? Oh, and in the comment section, there's some information too. So, yeah. So, I want everybody to have a great rest of their Saturday night. Let's prepare for this next week and let's get into it. There's no justice, no peace. So, when or fail, freedom or jail, heaven or hell, wish me well. <laughs>